and we're back. We're back. Happy Thursday, Wednesday, happy day, everybody. Um, I don't know what day today is, but I hope today is a good day for you. You know, um, days are social constructs, so it doesn't really matter. They are. Um, uh, this is the Tim and Lincoln Show. I'm your host, Lincoln. And, uh, I'm your host, Tim and 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 that's not that's uh that's uh someone else uh timmon's gone again and i don't i don't know that he's coming back this time um he said he was going to camp but i don't know if he'll come back from camp camp and you know when i'm personally kind of i have a loss of trust for people that work with children so tim and i hope you're having a great time at camp uh, so anyways, I'm your host, Lincoln, and we're joined today with another very special guest, uh, our buddy, Jay. Thanks. Thanks, Lincoln. H- how's it going, Jay? Uh, you know, as, as a resident of the great state of Indiana, it's, it's a, every day is a great day. Uh, have you changed your address back legally yet? N- now that you mentioned it, I am not <laughs> legally a resident, but you know, two, two I forms, am- <laughs> Two forms of identification. That's uh, that's a couple bills. Some bills. You can change um, your cell phone bill over. And actually, we, we have not gotten any physical mail yet. So with everything being digital, I have been scouring the mail for something in my name. Mm-hmm. It's, nothing's come yet. And it's like, I need to go to my uh, bank app and have them send me a statement physically to this mm. address now. So I have something because otherwise I have absolutely nothing. Yeah. But you know it's it's okay. It'll just it'll happen when it happens. But probably needs to happen this month. So maybe, yeah, yeah. You can get your uh, your verified ID, um, the Indiana ID with like the star on the it. Star, yeah. I yeah. got a Michigan one right now. So. Oh, nice. So yeah, that that works too. Does that mean you can do everything but less? I well, you know, the real verified ID will come out soon when it's when it has your COVID sticker on it. So. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, I'm real tired of everyone giving me dirty looks in grocery stores for not wearing a mask, even though I've had my COVID vaccination. Do you get dirty looks? All the time. Mm. I had a, we talked with my sister actually this weekend. So we had a, you know, barbecue, 4th of July, just like Mm. every other good American. What's that? 4th of July? Nope. Okay. (laughs) But, um... Uh, we were talking about the vaccines and everything, and I am personally, I was feeling optimistic. Now I am very pessimistic just because they are already talking about um, how things are going to be and if things are going to stay open. Because they're both, one's from California, or not from California, but she lives in California currently. And the other is in D.C., which are both heavily affected by shutdowns and COVID. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm just feeling better and better every day about my move to Indiana. That's all I can say. Yeah, move to a conservative state, you can do more things, uh, which is crazy to think about. Crazy. So you had a good good holiday, good time with the family. Good holiday. Celebrate the fourth. You know, have have a couple of hot dogs. Save sixteen cents on my barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yep. Uh, yeah, I saw that ad on Twitter several times uh, pre-weekend that that the 4th of July cookout would be 16 cents less than it was last year mm-hmm. uh, per the Biden uh, administration's efforts. Thank you. Um, and, I, and, and what I thought about every time I saw that was um, 
the bit from Arrested Development where Lucille Bluth doesn't know how much a gallon of milk is. And she, how much could a gallon of milk cost these days? $10. And it's just, she's so wildly out of touch with how much things actually cost. Yeah, I know. It was like milk. And it was like, uh, did you see that other one too? It was um, the guy that was running for president. The guy was the CEO of Starbucks. And he didn't know how much a box of Cheerios costs. Oh, and that kind yeah. of did him into. <laughs> yeah, but it just reminded me of that. It's like, how much does a box of cereal cost? Like ten dollars, twelve dollars. What does it matter? So yeah, uh, all time underrated show of rest of the development. Need to watch that again. Yeah, I still don't like it. <laughs> you don't. You don't like it? <laughs> no, I've watched it. Um, I thought that would be you. Now that you mention it, then when we worked thirds together, you, we never watched rest of development. Um, no. So that would have been a, a a big one to watch in those times it would have um at one point in our careers jay and i both worked both worked third shift um at this uh this boy's home and we were allowed um well we watched movies during work because there was nothing else to do or tv shows but arrested development was never one we watched mm. uh yeah i don't know i just i've watched it through before um it has th- there are some funny jokes the new season was difficult to follow. It got better when they re-released it and then they released more and then more. And I don't know what's happening anymore. I, I haven't watched the newest of the newest one, honestly, which I guess tells how much I liked the one, the previous new season, but yeah, it was very hard to follow. Mm. So I think if they had released it and done a better job releasing that one, then yeah, maybe it would have caught on better. But. Yeah, when they re-released, I think it was season three, in like chronological order. Mm. Maybe it was season four. I think it was season four. Um, yeah. It made a lot more sense to mm. watch it and kind of follow it. Otherwise, it's like, what's happening and what time is it? Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Sarah finally seems like he's not 17 years old. And he just gets weirder looking and weirder looking. That's <laughs> That's, I mean, I do too, but yeah. Michael Sarah through the seasons of Arrested Development is uh, 17 year old, 17 year old, 17 year old, uh, 47 year old. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I always tell myself that uh, if I wanted to look young forever, I would look like Michael Sarah, and so then I'm glad I don't. I don't look like I'm young forever. So it's a blessing and a curse, more of a curse. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Great great podcast. <laughs> uh like I said, Timon is away this week. Timon's uh, gone. He is um he said he was going to camp. He's playing with children. He uh, is teaching children the important things of life. How to make he fires. Is. He is. Um sing songs. All the things you do at camp, right? Yeah. Uh and just like all the things you might do at camp, uh he's playing golf. And he mm-hmm. knows how to he knows how to swing because of our sponsor, Golf Lessons with John. Golf um, Lessons with John. If you're looking to improve your golf swing, uh, you should talk to our sponsor, Golf Lessons with John. He is studying to be a golf instructor. Um and is uh he's he is uh I'm not gonna pretend like I know He is working very hard yeah, to take he his is, certifications. There take- there is a process and there is testing and there's more testing and there are tests. Uh, and John is going through that right now to be a golf instructor. Um, so he can instruct you how to 
how to be good at golf. Mm-hmm. He, he can do that for you. He, he is doing a great job. And if you want to either fight the patriarchy or win against the patriarchy, you need to learn how to play golf. So yeah, fight the patriarchy, make big money, golf lessons with John. Absolutely. Cryptocurrency, golf lessons with John. Uh, go like him on Facebook. Uh, talk to him in real life. Message him and say, uh, hi. You, those are things you could do. So, so back to the podcast. Uh, that was that was a bit about our sponsor. Um, golf lessons with John. Golf lessons with John. Man, I miss Timon. <laughs> I miss Timon too, and I don't. I don't even live here. But you know, he'll be back. I gotta keep telling myself that. He will be back. Um. So, Jay, uh, moving back from Michigan to Indiana, Mm. if you had to list, like, one of the biggest differences as far as, like, the community aspect of moving back, what's one of the biggest things you've noticed in your neighborhood from Grand Rapids to your neighborhood in Indiana? What's, what's, like, the biggest difference so far? Biggest difference? So, I lived near the downtown area, not... Mm -hmm but and just a little bit north of the suburbs so in that area everyone kind of just kept to themselves uh not too much of like anyone coming over to my house like asking if they needed help or you know uh, my mom once when we moved in she asked if the neighbors made us cookies and i was like no mom we don't live in the white suburbs of grand rapids mm-hmm. um but yes but then down here the neighbors like introduced themselves to me like the first day i was there that was kind of cool kind of nice actually um and then yeah my wife feels very comfortable with just like leaving our door unlocked which i am not a fan of even though we live in in indiana so mm-hmm. i've had to convince her that we should still lock the door but but i am i am glad and thankful that she feels that safe enough to do that solid solid um so how is it being back in your uh your college town Mm. is it uh is it weird driving down the streets that you used to 10 years ago when you were a freshman you know what Mm. what's it like kind of kind of being back in the neighborhood it's weird sometimes um so the first time actually i was walking around i honestly did have feel like like a flood of memories hit me it was kind of weird uh the things i just hadn't remembered or thought of for a long time hit me just walking around and I wasn't even like walking through the the campus either. I was just walking around like just on the trails in Winona. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I was expecting to see a lot more people that I recognize, and I haven't. So that's actually kind of been nice too, because I like having some anonymity where I can just like kind of escape. And I was worried like every person I would see, I would know. So, but I have seen some, but um, and this and that is nice too it, to like feel like you're a part of like a community where people know you and recognize you, even though you've been gone for a couple of years. So yeah. So it is, it's nice and it's not as overwhelming as I was expecting it to be. So. Mm-hmm. Have you been back to any of the, uh, any of the old haunts? Have you been back to tree of life, the haunts, Jasmine's, uh, the grill subco alpha dining? Have you, visited any of those uh no i have not i'm not i'm not a, I'm not a student there anymore i don't want to be definitely don't want to be that guy 
Um, not that there's anything wrong with being that guy, but um, I'm pretty sure uh, Tree of Life is gone now, isn't it? Yeah, I it I think Tree of Life's been gone for a long time. Life, and I think Jasmine's might be gone too, but I don't know honestly. What what is in that uh, that space? in Philathia, you think um, you think it's just like subco now or it might be, it's well bad. i guess subco was in uh they moved it to westminster with the grill i have no idea the last was on one the side. last time i was in any of those buildings um and this felt this felt like i shouldn't have even been there it was like two years after i graduated some guys from rugby had a bunch of scans and they said they would buy and so i went over with like ben um and we got some like subs and I, I think you're right. Yeah, Subco was over there, and I felt old and out of place then. I was like 23, so, um, but yeah. So definitely don't want to go now. It'd be kind of scary. You feel like we should though. <laughs> Just like welcome weekend. Just mm. pay pay for a scan. Pay for a scan. Have some chicken nuggets because welcome weekend has the best food. Mm, that's true. And then it it's, it drops off significantly after that weekend. Pretty pretty hard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember those days. Um, the first weekend when all of the new freshmen and their parents were on campus for the first time, the food was always uh, very, very good. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, like the next day, maybe not so much that Sunday, but that Monday, man, they just got back right to it right away. Right away. With the mediocre food. is like they had a different uh, shipment come in or like a different company, the Sodexo, and they had like a... This is Dexo, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like they stopped caring pretty quick. Yeah. And and that's the truth because they did. They did. Man. Memories. 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 Uh, did you ever try to move in early when you were like actually going? I did, going? I did actually one time. Um, so I remember uh, my, I think it was my sophomore year. I mean, it was my junior year. I was had I had a really hard summer job. I remember that I was just like dragging, and that was when I realized I shouldn't move back home again, live with my parents. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need, just need to get out of the house. And so I was able to like um, get down there. It was it was only like two days early, but I remember I had to like get it cleared, and I had to like justify it for. I think I tried helping out with like one of the scholarships I had, which like because I was out of state from Michigan. And so I was able to come in early to, like, help out with that. But it is funny looking back at that now. Like, I was so desperate to get out that I would go jump through a bunch of hoops just for to get there two days early. Absolutely, so. yeah. I uh, I did something similarly my sophomore year back. Um, my roommate was allowed to move in, like, a week early. Mm-hmm. And so I also just moved in a week early when he moved in. And didn't get my key until when I was supposed to move in. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of just lived in beta with my roommate a week early, just uh, doing and, whatever. And no one knew. And it, and it was okay. And nothing bad happened. Yeah. I don't know. We got food uh, off campus. It was fine. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's almost like when you pay a certain amount to go somewhere and you, uh, you, you live there and do things there, um, it's... It's just not a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. Not a big deal. It's, it's like, um, and you also want to extract all the value you can from that overpayment. Mm-hmm. Hey. Drew and board. Yeah. What a scam college is, guys. What a, 
What a humongous scam. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I would honestly, looking back on everything, I don't know. I probably would... Knowing what I know now, I, I've thought about this a lot, actually, if I would ever go back for a higher mm-hmm. education. Um, I probably would, um, but I don't know if I would go to Grace. And then also, I wouldn't maybe... I don't know. It's hard because it's hard thinking about it, like 2020, we know now, and how things are going to change. But probably, probably would, would not. Still don't know, but you know, it's okay. Water under the bridge. It's water somewhere under the bridge, up your nose. You know, who knows where the water is? Um, it's either. It's a money pit. Yeah, making you cry or just under the bridge. Um, yeah, I don't know. Looking back, uh, probably would go somewhere cheaper. I think, I think it would be nice to have less in in debt, considering where I am today. It's um, okay. Money, money is just a social construct as well. It is. It is. Money is a social so, construct. Oh, speaking of that, so do you think? Um, so the student loans have been paused for over a year now. Do you think they'll ever come back online? Yep, they're supposed to. They're supposed September. to, but like. I'm do you th- feel like this is that's what's gonna happen they're just gonna be delayed like yeah. our generation of student loads, definitely it's just every six to nine months they get delayed a little bit further I, and a little bit further and a little bit further it's like every, it's just the candy gets kicked down the road he's like you know what we don't really want to turn those on and then can you and the politicians saying like you know what elections are coming up let's just kick them down a little bit further like in the the moment those come back on like people are gonna be screaming at any politician like it just seems like a lose-lose situation doesn't it the the longer uh student loan repayments are turned off like the worse it gets a little bit when they come back on you feel like oh yeah and what i'm saying like it's i'm honestly like think it's if they come back on in september like it's no <laughs> no one's gonna be happy like oh it's just i i just can't imagine being very well doing going very well but it, it would fall in line with the narrative of um the big corporations getting out and getting their bailouts while the middle class gets stuck with a bill of student loan payments so mm-hmm. it would f- it would fit the previous history so i could be wrong yep yep we're all getting screwed well today's been a great episode um, great episode like i said uh numerous times throughout the episode timmon's gone and we don't know if he's coming back have a good rest of your day and i'll see you tomorrow